from Lynchburg, Virginia. The Goat Podcast. Listen up, kids, and welcome to the Goat Podcast. As always, it is your host Josh Smith here, along with Jacob Bear. Jacob, how are we doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I am doing pretty well. We took a little bit of a, an unintentional break, but you know, grad school kicked up for me, and you got busy mm-hmm. with football and UVA stuff. So it's really good to be back. It's really, really good to be back. And oh yeah, everything's crazy. Like <laughs> everything's crazy. Jacob. I just want to picture, like, do you remember our first day of class, like, you know, all those, like, years ago in 2015? Do you remember our first, like, we had our first class together, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, intro to sport management. It's on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it was on a Monday. It was on the third floor. <laughs> they just had organic chemistry before that, and we're looking at the board and be like, what the heck is this stuff? This isn't us. Like, is this college? Are we going to have to learn about this stuff? It was organic mm-hmm. chemistry. Don't worry. We didn't have to learn that type of stuff. <laughs> no, it was intro to sport management and all we you know one of the big assignments was to create a college football schedule so i think we were in the clear compared to organic chemistry i think we're in the clear also (laughs) fun fact about that i actually just assigned team like kids their teams for the um for the uh college football project and they just received them today so side note i like i do one of our former guests the favor our good old friend justin cook his brother-in-law is in the class and I know that he's a huge Michigan fan, so I uh, pulled some strings mm. to make sure he got Michigan. Nice. Always gonna help out. Always gonna help out. So, and I told them to plug, listen to the podcast. So if you're yeah, listening, you if you guys are listening to the podcast, <laughs> enjoy your projects. You're gonna have a whole lot of fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the first class. Like everything went on without a hitch. We answered some clicker questions because back then we didn't have top hat. We had clickers. That's how old we are. Yep. Um, and you know, like we had a great time, and people listened to us for answers to the clicker question, and we just had a great time. So our first day of class went on pretty normal. <laughs> These kids' first day of class, not so pretty much. Wow, yeah. Because of many of you may know by now, we are Liberty University graduates and alumni, and at least I'm a current student. So I'm all three. I'm all three phases in one. Uh, yeah. So uh, President Follow, President Jerry Follow, has officially resigned. Per a couple weeks ago, per himself, he is officially resigned from Libby University. And oh my gosh, you want to talk about a PR like storm? <laughs> that first week was wild. Probably the wildest week in like Liberty like history. As far as like PR and like just public appearances go. For sure. I I, I mean like I had so many people hitting me up where you're just like, what's going on with Jerry follow? Like, look, man, I mean, you know, people know how I feel about Jerry follow right like, before all of this came out. So right. like, I don't even have to delve into that, but, uh, dude, what? I mean, like, I, I really think that, I mean, a lot of people didn't like him to begin with. Right. And then like, I think this, this was the turning point where it was like alumni, students and like parents who like would always defend him right this was like this was their point where it was just like all right dude like that was the last straw <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean like there's exactly. there's only so many times we can defend you and uh, that was it exactly and so <clears throat> yeah and uh there's i mean i honestly you know 
this is probably not going to be the last time that we're going to talk about him because of this right. investigation like, that's going on about him too. Yeah, so exactly. So for, um, for those of you that have literally been living under the rock for the past two, well, yeah, two weeks now, <laughs> we're going to go run through the situation. We're not going to get too in depth with it. And we're not going to like, you know, dance on someone's grade. Cause that's just, that's just not our style. However, we right. have to inform you what's going on as a listener about, I get a text from you on Monday. Just, this is just running down my timeline. And we knew from the last episode that Jerry was suspended. So I get a text on Monday, and you send it to me around 5 o'clock, right before I start my grad class. And <laughs> great timing, by the way, so I can be distracted. Great timing. great timing, so I can be distracted for the first day of class, by the way. Jerry. <laughs> I so, apologize for that. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. So we, I get a text saying that Jerry is resigning. I'm like, what the heck? Why did he resign? And I don't know. I was just kind of weird that he resigned. Then we hear rumors of um, Jerry and Becky with infidelity, uh, a story that broke la- there was a story that broke last year, probably around October or November or so. Mm-hmm. I believe it was a political article that talked about different business findings and like just kind of like basically ripping Jerry Jr. and like I get yeah, and just decisions. You're talking about his real estate ventures? Yeah, the real estate the yeah, the one that came out last yeah. October. It was like a real estate ventures, like he called the chief police who we is pretty well liked around Liberty. Like I've never heard anyone complain about like the chief of police or loop the around Liberty right. uh, called him a halfwit. And like, there was also some issues about like a pool boy story. However, yeah. as most things go, that's the, that's the biggest story going on right. right now. As most things, like as most people know, when it goes to stories and like Liberty, um, things just kind of go away after a while once people stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. So that was when the case went away for a while. Turns out Monday, their actual claims to the pool boys, pool boy story about Becky sleeping with the pool boy, and also rumors rumors that Jerry may or may not have been watching from a corner. We won't get into that. This isn't like Call of Daddy or any other like podcast. We're not going to get into that in details on this show. However, we just want to let people know that it's out there just because it's a part yeah. of the, it's a, it is a part of like it is like it is a part of the uh, story. You can't really like ignore that. That may or may not be a fact that Jerry may or may not have been aware of this and probably condoned these actions from like. A, like from a corner like again well this is i mean this is about as i mean it's hard to say that he wasn't knowledgeable about right, it because right, there right. were there were phone there were phone oh, calls i'm getting there i'm getting there and yeah i'm gonna all right how about this i'll go through this through my timeline and you kind of interject when like you when there's something that doesn't add up or like you have your like you have your when you are aware of stuff because i think we became right. aware of the same information at different times yeah okay so yeah, so Monday we get I we get we both get you send me news that he's gone, but he's also not gone, and there was a whole complications with that. And Tuesday, I'm working on stuff at the office, um, and a friend of mine comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, there's more stuff," and I'm like, <laughs> "What do you mean there's more stuff?" He's like, "Like there, like there's more claims, and like one, like one, like news source has a audio." So I immediately stop everything I'm doing and like find this article that's the audio of the altercation. Again, enough a phone call, not the altercation, a phone call. And in the phone call, there was the Voikis that were clearly Becky's, clearly Jerry's, and a guy I'm, who I can just assume who's been called Pool Boy for the past year. And that's when things got really muddy because like it didn't seem like the picture of like, oh, my um oh, there was just a problem in our marriage. It's all fixed now. That seemed like uh, like people who known each other for a while. It seemed like if, like, the joking tone and nature of it seemed like we called one of our sport manager friends and just were just messing around like we do on the podcast. 
like, I don't know if you heard the audio or not. Did you? Like, did you get that tone that it just seemed kind of like, oh, this is like when you heard it, you knew immediately it was not good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I listened to the phone call. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's hard to not like sit there, or it's it's hard to sit there and be like, no, that's not him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's clear as day. Exactly. Like, we we hear this guy speak at convocations. We heard like Benji's at convocations yeah. like every other week. Like, we know these voices. Like. These are voices are familiar to us as like our friends, yeah. our professors. Um, yeah, it was definitely them, and like it, just, the tone of the conversation seemed kind of like, kind of friendly, kind of like nothing like angry, like you would be if you like you didn't know that someone was like cheating on your like was someone was cheating on your wife uh, without you knowing. No, it's, like yeah, it's all like it's all it was all mutual. That was that was the thing that I got out of the phone call. Yeah. I was like if if they're and you know. Not that I, I don't think it's the, you know, I guess Christian mindset to have this kind of relationship, but I'm, I'm not going to judge anybody who right, uh, has something like this. It's just, you know, it's not something that right. I would think that the, a professor of a, you know, Christian university would. Right. Um, exactly. Exactly. Approach. So that's, that's the one thing that I would say about it. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting to see, especially because he has he or he had this situation where he had this relationship, and uh, I mean, but then he you know continues to judge people who look to approach another relationship or, 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 or drinking or, or whatever it may absolutely. be. It's, it's, it's funny that he's I don't know. It's very ironic. No, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. That's that's the one thing that I was like the biggest like, you know. Like I don't, I, I think it tarnishes liberty, for sure. Right. Because it it, it represents, um, you know, Jerry Falwell is a spokesperson because of because of his case. dad. Well, yeah. Well, because of his dad, he's like a representative of right. Liberty University, and because of his, you know, his presidency, he was a representative of Liberty. He's he's not Liberty, right? But he has, you know, a strong influence, right. um, and I think that's going to hurt Liberty um, at least for a duration until they find a, a good university president. And then maybe within a decade, uh, things will get a little bit better and, the, and they'll get in the uptick. But I mean, for right now, you're still going to, I would say for the next four or five years, you're going to have this uh, kind of thought process towards Liberty, unless they make really big drastic, drastic changes to I agree. the I, way that they go. I agree in a sense that I think you do need to be careful because this is a huge key moment. However, working on campus the past couple 14 or so days, everything's normal, dude. Like, with the students and everything, it's like life goes on as normal. Professors seem more, like, everyone's kind of chill and doing their thing. So. Well, it's because we've always seen it, right? I mean, like, you know, Jerry could say something on Fox News or he can say it on Twitter or he could say it at Convocation. Right. People are going to be upset for a short amount of time. Right. And then, you know, life goes on because that's just how Jerry Falwell is. And so, like, I think, I don't know, this is from the outside looking in now, obviously, but I would have to assume that, you know, students are kind of taking it the same way. There's only so much that you can talk about. I think, uh, you know, hopefully they're heading in the right direction. Hopefully, I think you know, with the, with, the, with the internal investigation, like I said before, yeah. this is not going to be the last time. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Don't worry. Um, and it, 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 might, it might be, you know, it might be worse than what we've already seen is what I'm getting at oh, yeah. as far as the yes. reputation for Liberty goes. Yeah. 
All right, let me finish up the timeline real quick. I kind of want to piggyback on some things you said because I'm kind of giving like the highlights real quick. And yeah. I do want to get my points and piggyback on some of the things you said. I got you. Um, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday audio comes out and it's bad. More and more articles kind of come out. There's a Good Morning America appearance as well. So like this news is getting out there. And it's no longer like, hey, um, this is a local thing. It's kind of coming on a national story because of like, how prominent Liberty University is and how prominent Jerry became. And you could argue that was due to the, um, that was due to some, the, his political affiliations and some of the things he did for his school. Um, but it did become a bigger story and it came, kind of became something that we could not ignore as a school. Um, Friday was one of the last bigger pieces of the whole puzzle or situation that, that just needed, like, that people need to talk about was, there was an article by a former student around 2008, and the title was, and it was about Becky, who even Jerry confirmed that there was some infidelity going on, because apparently you can just throw your wife under the bus and, like, totally be okay, which yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with, personally, because that's just not, like, something I would do. No. But that's what happened. Um, There's an article saying that she was the aggressor, and it describes a sexual encounter between Becky and a former student who was friends with their son and like it goes into pretty deep like pretty crazy detail like right off the bat like they don't take mm. and like they don't take anything for granted they're like yo this happened and this is how it happened and it's a really hard article to like just read not only as like from the aspect of like it's just a hard article to read like if you hear about anybody in power doing some of the things that Becky is accused of doing um it's tough, man. Like, you don't want that in any workplace, especially a place that you love and you're, like, associated with and, like, a place you really care for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with that being said, we, I mean, we think that it's going to, I mean, yeah, I mean, PR is not good right now. It's getting better and we haven't had anything in a while, but, like, right now it's not good. And here's some tactics that I think Liberty should take. They should have, dis- which they are doing. They're starting to kind of distance themselves from the Falwell name. Oh, yeah, Falwell also resigned with a $10.5 million, you know, severance package. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, again, there are, like, some things that, like, I think – here's some sense I think they should take. I think they're doing a good job of distancing themselves, themselves from Falwell right now. I think that's something you need to do, just kind of, like, let him do his thing and kind of you get away from him. And also – you need to bolster the crap out of Liberty and talk about the good things that Liberty does because they do a lot of good things. And there are a lot of students who are doing awesome things around this campus and have been for a while that like need to be like addressed. Like there are a lot of Liberty students doing really cool things. Like a friend of mine who graduated from the school of music, he just released a single, uh, Malusi. Uh, he made a song, my good friend, Matt Malusi. Uh, what is the song called? It's on Spotify. Um, but he did that. Like you could publish that. It's called the doc, by the way, shout out Matt. Um, you could bolster like so many great things that this school has done and kind of like be like, look, Liberty does a lot of great things. Like, the, like we are more than just a, someone's name. Like Liberty is not, Liberty is not one person. It is a collective of people worshiping God, basically. Like that's basically what we are. Like we're literally just a, a school who wants like, you know, to be champions for Christ. So and, like, you need to push that. And I think we are starting to. I have some friends in marketing right now who are, like, doing great things. And, like, I mean, especially with Liberty's 50th anniversary coming up next year. Um, I think we'll be okay. PR right now stinks, but I think we'll be okay. And I think we'll be resilient. Um, like you said, the reason why this is such a big thing is because, like, it is a Christian school. 
and like there are certain images as a Christian school you can't really like. No, I don't know about all of that. You I, don't think I think so? it's a, I, I think it's a big deal because it's a university president. Like, I mean, if this was happening at UVA or North Carolina or you know Tennessee, like it would be as it would be a very similar deal as far as that goes, and because. Jerry Falwell has a gigantic presence as yeah, that's true. A university president who's also a conservative, right? Or I mean, however way you want to phrase a a fan of Trump, basically, basically. Um, he is put more into the light because he chose to be put in the light. Right. It's not. It's not any different than, you know, he could have laid low like any other you know university president and not said a lot of. The stuff that he said, but because he said all those stuff, he's really put himself in this situation. It's not because it's a. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke a little bit. I was trying to go back to your point of like, we don't really want to like beat up on anyone who, like you said, basically about the alternative lifestyles. Like the reason why this is such a huge story is because like they chose an alternative lifestyle in their marriage, which like I don't have a right to say. Like, I mean, I can have my opinions, but I'm not going to tell people how to live their life. Um, and like you said, Liberty kind of looked down for like, basically what I'm trying to say is that it's crazy that like all this went down, but like we couldn't have girls in our dorm to watch a movie or watch a game. <laughs> like that's a little bit crazy to me. That's kind of what I want to say. Like, I don't know. I try to get too serious, but like it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a crazy situation. So like, it's crazy that all this went down, but like I could not invite a girl over to watch like college game day in the mornings, bro. Yeah. Like all this went down and I couldn't do that. It's kind of crazy that, all right, what I'm trying to say is that it's crazy that we were held to a higher standard as students and professors are held to a higher standard than like the university president. That's all yeah. I want to say. No, for sure. And yeah, I, I, I understand that. And I think that like, you know, as a university president, you shouldn't have that lifestyle to begin with. Right. No, I agree. Um, I agree. I agree. Because then you're just, you're leading into trouble. And for me personally, I just have a hard time with the decision-making that he's done as far as that goes. And I think that he's used his power, him and Becky used their power to um, advantage themselves and, or put themselves in a, in a better advantage and, you know. Um, and didn't promote the school as well. Well, that too. But I think also, um, I guess – Using students, really. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the best way that I can I can say it. Is so wait, that, just to be clear, what you're referring to is the second, the second art, the second main thing, not the first part. Correct? Well, you, using students and using people. Yeah. So yeah, okay, okay. I mean, because I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some stuff that comes out with the uh, athletic trainer that Jerry had that he funded allegedly university money in like a loan. Wait, what? For Crosswhite, the stuff with Crosswhite. I, I, I was not familiar with that. I'm oh, yeah. Well, check that one out. So that, that I mean, I'm sure that'll come out with the investigation, too. I don't know how, how far we. Oh, yeah. That investigation is going to go. That investigation is going to be crazy. There's a lot of factors yeah. that you need to look and, at. Yeah. Yeah. As far as like the stuff that you were saying, like, you know, Liberty needs to promote and things like that. I don't know. I mean, like, I think the way you got to lay low a little bit. Because, I mean, the more stuff that you put out, it's just, it kind of shows you that, like, you know, see, we're doing all these great things. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the more often, 
the more often you post about something, the more it shows that like, oh, you're just trying to cover up what your university president did. That's right. how I would see it. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just not, uh, maybe I'm just like a pessimist in, in that degree, but I feel like a lot of people on the outside looking in would, would notice that. But if there's actual like real, real things that are going on, like, you know, for example, like if Liberty's doing a great job with social distancing and, you know, worship mm-hmm. or, or with campus community or convocation or, or however way they're, they're setting this up, then that should be publicized. Like right. That, that's, that's the kind of and stuff. They actually that, are though. I believe they are. I mean, yeah. as far as I know, they are. Yeah. And I mean, I think they did it the first week. I, I don't know if they did it this upcoming week or not, but I think like, you know, focusing on if, if you're really interested in the biblical aspects and like showing the progression of students and, um, talking about all the great programs that Liberty has. And I think that's the direction you take, but you also have to kind of take that with a grain of salt and, um, you know, only, only promote yourselves when you have to, because you know that you're going to be in a lot of trouble until all of this investigation stuff is over. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but we'll see. I think, look, we both love Liberty. That's no secret there. We're like, we're not, we're mean, we're pretty biased in how much we do love Liberty. And, like, mm-hmm. it's a sucky situation. I think we can both agree to that. Um, but I think we both think that, like, we can and we will come out stronger than this. Like, I mean, obviously, we both believe in the mission of the school. Yeah. So, like, I think we'll be okay. We just got to make better decisions going forward. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what Liberty can do, you know? He's, yeah. I mean, they've, they've really put Liberty in a, in a tough situation to deal with. And, um, you know, they have to be responsible for their actions, which yeah. is not at what a university should have to do at any time with a university president. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's re- it's really tricky. Yeah, it is. Um, do you want to talk some sports, dude? Yeah, man. Let's, let's talk some it. sports. Okay. Um, let's talk some sports. Do you want to talk about the NBA real quick? You got anything? Yeah. The NBA so. For? Yeah, the the Raptors beat the Celtics last night. Nice. Uh, game game winning three. So I don't know if you saw the the last two possessions, but Kemba Walker basically ran the clock out to uh like he was just dribbling all over the court. Did he pull a JR like, Smith? <laughs> no, 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 no. He uh he was letting the clock run out and he was quadruple teamed at one point and he had this crazy dish down low for a uh what it seemed to be a game-winning dunk with 0.5 seconds left. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think Toronto calls timeout, and they get an inbounds play on their side. And uh, they uh, have this crazy inbounds play where he's, I mean, OJ, or not OJ, OG Ananubi, um, he hits the game-winning three. He was just wide open in, in the far back side of the, like the back corner. He hits the game three uh, winner. And so now the Celtics uh, are up 2-1 instead of 3-0. And the Rockets have some uh, life in them. But that, the Raptors? Man, oh, yeah, yeah, not not the Raptors. I'll get to the Rockets. The Rockets were two days ago. But, yeah, right. no, the, the, yeah the, the Raptors have some life in them. Um, yeah, so with the Rockets game, that was crazy. Uh, game seven – um, that was a very exciting game. Yeah. And uh, James Harden, out of all people, uh, comes out, clutches up on defense, yep. has the game has the game winning block. So that was crazy. Um, and then Heat Bucks 
those are the two wildest calls I think I've ever seen. Um, and uh, to end the game. So I think it was Middleton who got fouled and uh, Drogic um, was, uh, I guess, trying to like, I mean, trying to guard Middleton mm-hmm. and he was quote unquote in the landing zone. But I mean, he was hardly in there at all. Um, his hands were up. He was positioned pretty well. He leaned in a little bit, but it wasn't like a, you know, like a Kyle guy situation where, you know, the dude's like basically right under him or anything right. like that. Um, and so that was called and that was a, that was a three point foul. And so Middleton hits all three ties the game up with like four seconds left. And then Jimmy Butler, uh, goes across the court and, uh, he, shoots like a mid-range shot and he gets fouled by Giannis and it, like he hardly touched him too and so like you know and with no time left on the clock too so he just gets hit, hit uh two foul shots and they win the game and so that's how Miami won but that was pretty wild to me that uh they let that happen and uh Miami and Milwaukee play at 6 30 I think or maybe it's Rockets Lakers at 6 30 but I, it's, it's Rockets Lakers and Miami and Milwaukee I'm pretty sure tonight um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much that's been going on right now. The Clippers beat the Nuggets last night. Um, the Nuggets game seven was interesting too, but, um, that was, that was pretty far away from <laughs> yeah. now. No, I understand completely. All right. Thank you for that NBA. Also, Luca's good. Can we just like, we're a pro yeah. podcast. Yeah. Luca yeah, Luca's is good. a monster. Yeah, it's it's too bad that he's not in the bubble anymore now that the Nuggets knocked him out or the Clippers knocked him out, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was cool to see Luca play and like he's he's really talented and I think a lot more people are gravitating towards him. He might be the fan favorite international guy now over Giannis. Oh, I feel yes. like people are turning on Giannis and you know, jumping on the Luca bandwagon. Yeah. But um yeah, shout out Justin Lorig. He and I uh Big Luca fans uh, since like sophomore year. Of yeah, that's Kyle. true. You guys have been. You guys just <laughs> back on the show. I miss that kid. I'm not gonna say we watched any Real Madrid games, but did we you were watch? Any, did you watch Real Madrid games? No, bro. You kidding me? I'm not watching Real Madrid. No basketball. Real Madrid basketball. Come on. I mean, you never know. It could be another European star. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time, Josh. I got to focus on college basketball. That's true. Uh, is <laughs> anything going on in college basketball? Are we having college basketball? It looks like it. It looks like we might have it. Um, what's, what's, I haven't heard John Rothstein tweet anything. Like, like I don't know. I'm trying, they've been I'm, talking about bubbles. There's one potentially in Asheville. Um, is that going to be the ACC bubble? I don't know. That could be it. But every we, could also have it in the, we could also have it in the stands, so who knows? I mean, I think they're trying to figure out what the landscape for college football looks like, and then they'll work from there. Because, like, if college football works, then, like, yeah, college basketball, feel like college basketball has a really good chance of working from, like, home games. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, true. You know, whether it's a 1,000 fans or not is a different story. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. Um, college football, man. I mean, like, you know what's crazy? We're supposed to be talking college football nonstop for tomorrow. I mean, if you still want to pick three <laughs> random games tomorrow, like we usually do, we can. Um, yeah. yeah we can Who plays that. tomorrow? Oh, I'm so happy you asked. I am so excited for these matchups, man. 
But uh, I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not. I can't tell either anymore. I actually jelly am excited. <laughs> like I'm joking a little bit. However, I am gonna sit down and watch. If you don't think I'm gonna watch these games, oh East Carolina tomorrow? Yeah, hold up. I, I got you. Be- I got you. Wait, that's not East Carolina. That's East Kentucky. Oh no no no! I, I saw Marshall at East Carolina, but that got postponed. Yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I wish ECU was playing. Give me some something. Oh, but Marshall's still playing. Oh, did ECU cancel their season? I'm guessing. I- I, I don't know. I know EK. I know Marshall plays EKU. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing the ECU got. Yeah. Because I'm looking at the schedule right now, and on ESPN it says Marshall at East Carolina, but it says postponed. So and then Marshall's playing another game. So I'm I'm guessing that East Carolina either. I'm not I'm not tight with the East Carolina news. So it's it, I don't think any of us really are. However, <laughs> I mean shout out East Carolina. I got some friends that go, went there and graduated yeah. there. Um, Pirates. Yeah, Pirates, baby. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Here we go. These are the games for tomorrow. Okay. Eastern Kentucky at Marshall at one. Yeah. All right. High profile game right there. High profile game. Uh, Middle Tennessee at Army. That's actually like a solidly point matchup. Yeah. SMU. And then Tech- BYU at Navy. That's on Monday. I'm so excited for that game. That's on Monday? All right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So excited for that game. BYU Navy. Um, you have Middle Tennessee at Army. Uh, oh, Texas. We have a rivalry game. We have a rivalry game in week one. SMU Texas State. Oh wow! Could this be the return of SMU this year? Maybe. I mean, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Stop me if you heard this one before. Houston Baptist at Texas North Texas. I'm gonna not stop because I've not heard this one before. I've never heard of Houston <laughs> Baptist before. This like two weeks ago. I'm what's gonna, their mascot? Uh, the looks like a wolf. Looks like a husky. Uh, oh, they're the Huskies. Houston Baptist Huskies. I like it. Okay. Yeah. 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 We can deal with that. We can deal Bro, with they that. They got three games on their schedule. I know. They I got know. North Texas, Texas Tech, and Louisiana Tech. Are they even like a, a, a NCAA school? Oh yeah. Are they I like D two? They might be FCS. I don't know. But no, they got three games on their schedule. That's exciting. Yeah. Exactly. So like, you get a good three games. And like you may get pumped all yeah, they're FCS school. And you may get pumped all three games. But yeah. like, you know what? It's fine. You're playing football. Who cares? Yep. Um you also Oh, Memphis and Arkansas State. Yes. Okay. That's the premier right. matchup we're looking for, baby. That's Memphis at Ar- Arkansas State at Memphis. Yeah. The world's been waiting for that one. The world has been waiting for that one. <laughs> I will never forgive the NCAA for not making a plan for the pandemic. Like <laughs> If you have March Madness canceled, you should probably like be like, hey, maybe we should make sure this whole football thing doesn't get canceled. Yeah. But it's okay. Um, we'll, I mean, NFL starts up next week anyway, so we're good. Yeah, that's true. All right. True. Um, anything else with the NBA? Are we all set with that? Oh, uh, the NBA is, yeah. I mean, like, if you want to do your college football stuff, do you want to do some picks? I mean, oh, yeah, I have no idea. I, I have no I, idea who I got, is ready. I got nothing. I got absolutely <laughs> nothing. Like, let's do eastern kentucky at marshall yes middle tennessee at army yes and byu at navy love it let's do it all right who you got for that first matchup the eastern kentucky at marshall matchup uh marshall there's a movie all about right. Mar- there's a movie about marshall yeah matthew mcconaughey's in it i Wait, like it really really oh yeah dude he's the head guy he's like the head coach i've never actually seen a movie i just know there is a movie yeah man wow gotta watch gotta watch it now all right all right all right uh yeah. Yeah, I got Marshall. You got Marshall too? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't know anything about Eastern Kentucky. I probably should because I think they're playing a couple of ACC teams this year. Right, uh, no, they're let's, not. Let's see what their mascot they're is. Playing, no, they're they're playing uh, Central Arkansas. 
Our boy uh, John Cranf- John Cranford. Yeah, shout out John Cranford. They're one and one right now. <laughs> uh, Eastern Kentucky Colonials. Okay. Yeah. All okay. Right. So yeah, I got Marshall. Um, so Middle, Middle Tennessee and Army. Yeah, man, this matchup's actually tough. Yeah. Um, Army. Yeah, I feel like this is this might be the year. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but I feel actually, like a lot of home a lot of home teams are going to win this year. Like more yes. than any other year. Maybe I'm wrong with that, but I don't know. Do you want to go Army? You know what? I'll, I'll switch it up. I'll pick Middle Tennessee. I was going to switch it up. Like, yeah, I can see Middle Tennessee State winning this game, but like Army. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, Middle yeah. Honestly, Middle Tennessee State gave me nightmares. They were the Temple before Temple in the sense that like they were the random team that could beat Maryland, and I was never okay with it. Yeah, Middle Tennessee State always beat Maryland for no reason, and I still the Blue Raiders. Do not, yeah, the Blue Raiders, right? Yeah. Uh, one of their uh, one of their like like students is like TikTok famous or something. <laughs> so that's cool. There you go. That's that's gonna give them the advantage. Hey, I think it helps recruiting. <laughs> I think it helps with recruiting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um. Okay. Also, did you see that Baylor's like paying influencers to go to their school? Nah. Yeah, Baylor's like paying influencers to go to their school. Bro, what? what These two twin influencers. Do? I don't know. It was on Twitter a while ago. That's wild. Oh, uh, follow-up question after that. But let's get through this last game. Arkansas All State right. at Memphis. Oh, we're doing that one? I thought we were doing BYU and Navy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, BYU, BYU, man, BYU and Navy. BYU Navy. I got to go with BYU, man. Come okay. On. That's fair. Cougars. I got to go with Navy because Maryland. Yep. I feel that. I feel that. That's playing. Oh, that's that's in Annapolis too. Yeah, yeah. that's in Annapolis. That's like forty minutes away from where I live. Great that's campus. The military ball. Yeah, great campus. Great campus. Um, yeah, that's dope. Oh yeah. Also, Mike went to the military bowl last year. Shout out Mike Jones. He did. We need he to get him back on won. soon. He's. I know yeah. he's working on some stuff that we need to get him on too. Yeah, he's he's in the thick of it with recruiting and starting out the year and everything. So yeah, we'll let we him Maybe we'll get him on a bye week. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him breathe. We'll let him breathe a little bit. Okay, so since I brought up the influencer thing, what who is an influencer that you think would be great for Liberty to pay and bring to like school to go to school? Bro, I've already told you that Kanye West should be president. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. How much of an influencer do you need more than Kanye West? Um, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, oh, that, that's a good point. That's I think good. if you're talking about. Like a young influencer, yeah. Hmm. Bro, I don't know. I feel like Tim. I don't know any influencers, maybe, man. Maybe uh, what's her name? Oh, Sadie Robertson. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe about her. bring her in and say, "Hey, we'll pay you to come to school here. You can do grad school here, or something like that." Yeah, that's true. Or we can just pay Sam Ponder. We can pay Sam Ponder again. Yeah, I don't know. There's some there's some stuff with Sam Ponder that's you know. Wait, what did Sam Ponder do? Well, no, I don't know. Like, I mean, as far as like ESPN and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, she's already doing the ESPN stuff, right? You know I mean? No, you got a good point. You got a good point. And ESPN and Liberty don't really mix for some reason. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I don't know. Something to think about. Tweet us, like, tweet us our Instagram. It's like we haven't had any interaction with fans in a while. Tweet us. We all think should be great influencers when you get to this point of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's talk NHL. Um, everything is crazy. Like, yeah. the NHL makes no sense. First of all, wait, I haven't even talked about the Caps yet. I should probably do that. Yeah, do that. So the Caps are out of the playoffs, um, as a surprise by no one. If you remember from the earlier episode, 
I did not like the matchup at all, like at all. Mm-hmm. Like that matchup was terrible because I knew that I I for, I had foreseen the actions happen of like recent happening. Everything that has played out, I saw. I thought the Islanders were faster. I thought they were tougher. I thought they outworked this. The Caps mm-hmm. looked unmotivated. I'm so happy we did not record this episode right after the game because I had an axe to grind and I was just going to rip into people. Um, <laughs> but the Caps just looked extremely lifeless and dead. Like they didn't look. They looked like they didn't really want to be there. And you only had three goal, three different people score goals in five games. And with the offense as great as ours, you need more production than that. Um, our defense was abysmal. Uh, we couldn't really stop a lot of any stop much of anything. Granted, I know that we were missing key play, like a key player, Nicholas Backstrom, who is really good. And like I can't stress this enough, he is probably one of our most important players. John Carlson was also like injured, like the series, be- like before in the series, before the series, and it showed because he was minus ten, which means he like he was on the goal, he was on the ice for minus ten goals rather than giving up. Right. Uh, yeah, he was. Just, it was just a rough setting for him. Like he just was not in his own game, in like mm-hmm. in his like in his groove, mm-hmm. and like honestly, coaching just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this. There was a point in game one or two where the um the Islanders went for a change. So like when you go for a change, obviously people get off the ice, and one guy had to puck in his own zone, and it was one Islander and four Capitals, and the guy managed to keep the puck against four guys and just got like the caps just got out, simply outworked out met game out planned like the it was just a abysmal situation like just terrible um i'm trying to remember points in the game like ovechkin scored but like no one else really was there to really help him some games like tj she showed up for a game or two kuznetsov showed up for a game and then kind of disappeared um nick jensen who i like if like i don't if you look at his stats, he's not the best defense. Like, he's not the greatest player. However, he's really good defensive. He was, like, the defensive anchor of a series. So, he had a good series. And I thought he did a lot of things well. They don't really necessarily show up on a stat sheet. So, just a really rough setting and a rough game. Um, yeah. I mean, and then Todd Reardon got fired on the Sunday, which is true. Right. So, so who, do you, who do you want as a replacement? I either want – there are a lot of talks right now, and I like both of them. Gallant, the former Vegas head coach, when we played him against the finals, I love his style of play. It's aggressive. It's like fast and aggressive and physical, which is kind of describes his Capitals team. They're a really fast team, but they're also a really physical team. Um, Gallant, I think his name is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gallant, um, great coach. I really want him. Or Laviolette, the former Nashville head coach. And the last time we got a Nashville head coach, i.e. Barry Trotz, it worked out. So one of those two I think would be good. Um they want to go more experienced, I believe. Alex, like Ovechkin has had, I think, maybe four to six coaches, like six coaches in his career as a capital. And like, I think four of them were first year head coaches. So that's like a really weird stat. Like you need experience when you have a generational talent like that. So you can let him know what he needs to do so he can win another cup. Um, and Barry Trotz is looking amazing. I know the Islanders and Flyers have a game seven tomorrow. Um but Barry Trotz's team look amazing. Like, they don't have, like, a whole lot of stars. They have maybe one to two players that a casual hockey fan will name, like, can name, honestly. And they're playing lights out. Like, they're playing a team effort. I love the way they're playing right now, even though they're so boring to watch. But um, they're doing really well right now. So, shout out the the Trots, Trots and the Islanders. Um, also, currently right now, there's a game seven on, and I'm watching it as we record. There's the Avalanche, who I picked out of the West since last year to win the Cup, and the Stars. 
So we'll keep an eye. I'll keep an eye on that for y'all. But it's like two to one right now with one minute left in the first period. Um, and former capital Andre Burkowski scored. Uh, there you go. Um, Here's your update. Thank you. We have a couple games tonight. I think we have a, another game seven tonight at nine o'clock. I think that's um, Vancouver versus Vegas. Um, a team that we should watch out for, Tampa Bay. They look really, really good. I texted Mia a while ago, be like, I think you guys can win it all. And she said, please don't get my hopes up. So, uh, mm-hmm. Mia, I still think that y'all can win it all. Um, yeah, so that's basically hockey. Oh, let me get to the biggest story real quick in hockey. Um, Oscar, the, you are you familiar with this Oscar situation? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, you can you can delve into it, but for those who don't great, know, what a great story. Yeah, this is like a heartwarming story, kind of and a kind of serious and like heavy episode, I guess, of the Go Podcast, which usually doesn't happen as often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, there was a Flyers player by the name of Oscar. I want to say I want to make sure I pronounce his name correctly. Lindbaum, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would know more than I would. So yeah, I'm like trying to confirm. It is Oscar Lindbaum. Yeah, Oscar Lindbaum. Um, and like Swedish guy, apparently a great guy in the locker room, just an absolute awesome kid from what I hear and just a good player, like a pretty good player too. In December, he was diagnosed with a rare form of bone cancer and he had to step away. Um, and like, it was like a super emotional thing. It was like right near like the hockey fights cancer time. So like people are like calling attention to cancer and then see a prominent player in the NHL, like battle cancer like a barrier bone cancer and come back is really in is like really amazing and inspiring obviously this isn't the first time like the players come back from cancer but uh we seen mario Lemieux in 1993 or 92 come back from hoskins lymphoma and score like uh a bazillion goals i think he scored 80 something goals when he came mm-hmm. back from cancer which is like insane mm-hmm. um look that up if you guys don't know about that story mario Lemieux's cancer thing was like insane and he's like the second best player ever in hockey history is like Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux is like just a common, like a common thing with a common, just common knowledge for uh, hockey fans. But if you don't know, that's a really good story to look up and look into. So shout out to Oscar for coming back from cancer. He started warming up a couple weeks ago, started skating and he played last night. And like, it's just really cool that this guy is battling cancer and like um, doing something great. I mean, we're now, gosh, a week away from the Chasman, Chad Bozeman, Chadwick Boseman passing, which was really sad. That yeah. He did all these like inspiring like roles and like fought cancer while doing so. Um, so this is like a little bit like encouraging that like someone of this caliber in sport could also fight off a rare cancer and like mm-hmm. perform at a high level. It's just really inspiring for anybody. So yeah. that, that kind of wraps up hockey talk, I believe. I don't really have much of anything. I've been so busy with projects and stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, I think, yeah, that's that's an inspirational story. And I know with, with Chadwick Boseman, I think he inspired a lot of people. And um, he, uh, you know, was a voice for a lot of different actors as well from the, yeah, the articles that I was reading um, with, like, Michael B. Jordan and um, his first role um, – was kind of led because of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's like, I don't know. I, I I think that's one of the things that, I mean, he he had it for four years too. You know? right. right. And like he did all of these crazy movies. Right, like Black Panther, Civil that, War, yeah. uh, Endgame, all the Avengers, Forty Two, like everything. Yeah, Twenty One Bridges, all that stuff. It's insane. 
It's crazy, dude. Right. It was crazy. So you start seeing his face like everywhere. Like he played every like important black person in the world for and, like, he, and he did that with like, you know, like he had cancer during all those times. Right. And not just any cancer, like colon cancer, which is a very serious like Yeah. Thing. That's unbelievable, man. Yeah. But yeah. Uh rest in peace. Uh, we'll be thinking about his family. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know. Some wild stuff going on right now, man. Yo, it's crazy, but like it's gonna be okay. Like, yeah, everything's kind of wild right now. We don't really know what's going on, but like, yeah, we'll be fine. Like, we'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think that with everything going on, it's easy to get kind of like frustrated and stuff like that. But like, mm. so like, definitely checking on your friends and stuff like that. Make sure everyone's doing well. Um, mm-hmm. Best advice I can give people during this time is just like show God's love to people and kind of like just try to live each day like a step at a time it's not like a race like it's this marathon so yeah try to like show christ to other people and like kind of try to keep going i guess that's the best advice i can give right now yeah man um anything else you want to end on no man i'm good this is yeah this is definitely one of the more somber podcasts I, yeah all right all right i got something all right i got something to lift our spirits i got something with our spirits for those who right. stick around all right. uh, for this episode so I was talking to my mom recently, and for those of you who may know from previous episodes, uh, my mom's a nurse. Oh. So I was just asking her, like, just different stuff, like not about medical stuff, just like just catching up. Like we usually, I usually talk to her every week. Oh. Um, and I don't know how, but I remember Ben Carson came up in conversation, and she was like, "Yeah, I used to like work with Ben Carson." I'm like, "Wait, what? Do you, what? Like who? <laughs> it used to do what?" She's like, "Yeah, I used to like work with Ben Carson a little bit yeah. when I was like a nursing student in in um, Baltimore. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, in Baltimore. In yeah. Baltimore. He was when in Baltimore." I was like, did you like, like, when you say work with Ben Carson, do you mean like you work at a place where Ben Carson worked or like, it's like, Josh, I like, I like handled some of the patients that Ben Carson. Like, I don't know how to explain this to you. <laughs> like, I handled some of the patients that Ben Carson operated on when I was a nursing student. Like yeah. I was in like, I was doing like classes at the community college. I was work, like, I was going to for a while. I was like, mm-hmm. what? She was like, yes, I worked with Ben Carson for a little bit. It was like a year. It's not that big of a deal. I'm like, what do you mean not a big deal? Like, you worked with, like, the best neurosurgeon ever in history? That's kind of dope. So I thought that was, like, a little fun, like, little tidbit. And also, she randomly texted me today saying that she won a Mark Andrews – like, she has a Mark Andrews autographed football now. <laughs> My mom, who doesn't care about football at all, like, met Mark <laughs> Andrews today. Nice. Yeah, and that's kind of like yeah, and it's yeah. pretty dope. And she like he like gave her a signed football because like he went to the hospital where my mom worked just to like I guess check mm-hmm. up on stuff because they're sponsored by the team. Mm-hmm. Um, also, lastly, did I ever tell you the story about how my mom met Hollywood Brown or like not met but like how my mom like the Hollywood Brown story with our family? No, dude, I never told you the story. No, okay, <laughs> I kind of forgot about this, but like I heard it over, I heard it I a while ago. So. Oh, this is hilarious. I heard it a while ago and um I kind of forgot about it, but like I heard it again when I went back over the summer. So my mom has a Lexus and she goes to the Lexus dealership sometimes to get a car like the car washed. And she usually goes on Saturday, just like kind of Saturday, right? Virtual wake up, read a little bit, like eat some cereal and just go do some chores. Um so she goes to this Hollywood the I'm sorry, this uh Lexus dealership up in Towson. And she notices that, like, it's taking a while to get the car washed. Like, I'm talking, like, usually it's, like, 30 minutes. They were pretty backed up. But this took, like, an hour. And an hour turns to an hour 30. So she goes and asks about the car. She's like, hey, like, is my car, like, close to being ready? What's up? And, she, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll get it right now. We'll get it right next. Then 
there's like this really young dude who came out and like this really young dude comes in and everyone's going crazy like yo like hollywood's here hollywood's here hollywood's here like hollywood's here like yo hollywood what and my mom's like yo who is hollywood like <laughs> like who is this kid and like she describes them and everything's like yes yeah, short dude baby face looks no more than like 12 years old so basically mm-hmm. but like short guy and like she's waiting for a car again and this goes on two hours and she goes up to the manager she's like hey, like, I was wondering if my car's getting ready. Like, I know you guys said it was, like, coming up, like, later. Like, did you guys lose the car or something? Like, I was like, Hollywood kid came in. Like, I don't know who he is, but, like, apparently he's pretty important, basically. And she's like, what happened to my car? And she's like, they either lost my car, so I'm either getting a new one or they'll find it and wash it. So she's, so she's just, like, chilling at this point. <laughs> they, turns out they wash her car, and she goes back to my dad, like, the story why it took so long. My dad's like, yo, that's Hollywood Brown. That's a Ravens receiver. She's like, oh, <laughs> All right. Well, like, why does he get? She's like, why does he get his car first, like, gun first, and like, about his way, like everybody else? Kind of questioning. I'm like, mom, I love you, and you're amazing, and you're awesome. However, you can't win the city a Super Bowl. <laughs> I literally told my mom that you can't win the city a Super Bowl. Yeah. Therefore, when you have the opportunity and a really good chance to win a city a Super Bowl, you can get you your car wash first. In life, right. <laughs> That's a little heartfelt story about that how is too funny. my mom and her small interaction. I don't even know if she met him or not. But yeah, like, but it was just like, you know, they were the together at happenstance. Right, like, exactly. That's so, too funny, man. And that's hilarious. Yeah, that's really funny. But um, yeah, shout out more of the story is go win a Super Bowl for your city and then like you can get your car washed. Yeah, exactly. You think Patrick Mahomes, who recently got engaged. Uh, you think he's waiting in line? Yeah, no. you think he's waiting in line for anything in Kansas City? <laughs> no. You think his girlfriend with the annoying voice and the crazy eyes is waiting for anything in the city? No. no and that's no. not a shot at Patch Mahomes' girlfriend. I'm sure she's a lovely lady, but her, no, her screaming, just, bro. You're just upset that it wasn't the Ravens in the Super Bowl. That's all. That's no, me. I like I like Patch Mahomes <laughs> in a way. Like he is in the way, and like I will find reasons not to like him in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, he's. I mean, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a really nice guy. I mean, his fiance seems nice too. I'm not. I'm not picky or anything. I just. I do have. You know what? Yeah, I do have to find reasons to hate him because he's an enemy of the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So like, it's nothing personal. I just have to like justify me disliking you as a fan. Yeah. However, I think Patrick Mahomes is really dope because he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That was a so, great um, ending to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about, or are we like wrapping it up? I'm all good, man. I think uh, I think we covered basically all of our bases. Yeah. Um, wait, do you want a weird college football stat real quick? Go for it. So, I wish I thought about this earlier when we talked about college football, but you know, my brain doesn't work like that because that, that makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin won a Big Ten national champ, a Big Ten, a Big Ten national championship. Wow, Josh, that's you better. A Big Ten championship a while ago. Mm. And um, I want to read a stat line from one of their national, like their uh, conference, uh, their conference title games. I think it was 2011. So let me see. Uh, and do you remember hearing about this from part of my take a while ago? No, man, I haven't been listening at all. That's fair. It's, it's, I'm a little bit behind. Um, 2011. Let's see this. Oh, man, let me find the stat line. No, that's not it. Is this it? Um, let me see if this is it. It can't be. I don't think it was because, like, 
Um, they blew somebody out. Oh, Nebraska. Okay, yep, this is it. Wow, that was a championship game. A seventy-five. This was a championship <laughs> game. A seventy-five Nebraska, a Wisconsin team versus a ten and two Nebraska team. That was a big. Wow. That was a conference championship game. You gotta get rid. I mean, we gotta get just get rid of divisions. In you think so? That's what it's gotta be. I mean, if you want to play people in certain divisions and stuff like that, that's fine. But like, I, I just don't think that it's beneficial for anybody. Because, like, I mean. Let's say, for example, Florida State becomes Florida State again, and they lose like one game the entire year to like Clemson, and Clemson goes undefeated. Are you going to tell me that Florida State doesn't deserve to be in the ACC championship? Like, That's a good point. I mean, I don't know. That kind of stuff bothers me. So I feel like if you're a conference, you know, obviously it depends on the schedule, but I think that, uh, you know, it should be best record regardless. So, so you think um, the top two teams should just play in a conference championship? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> the best teams should play in the conference championship. Okay, I have it. <laughs> I have the stats I was looking for. Yeah, so that's, that's wanna... what I'm asking for. Is just give me the best teams. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, <laughs> if you ever want a funny stat line, look at this stat line. Um. The 2012 Big Ten National Championship game. This was the final score, Jacob, of a yeah. like a conference championship game. Wisconsin, 70. Nebraska, 31. You sure that's not college basketball, bro? I am 100% <laughs> sure. Wisconsin does, not have, Wisconsin does not have a pack line defense. They cannot hold Nebraska to 31 points. Come on, bro. 70 to 31? Yes. Do you want to hear the stat line real quick? There was no defense. No, there yeah, was defense. No there was defense just on one side. Just on one side? Dang. Yes. That's tough. So we've here 70 points. This is what, like, Kurt Phillips, the quarterback for Wisconsin, this was his passing attempts. Six, six completions for eight attempts with 75, 71 yards. Man. No touchdowns and no interceptions. Bro. Come on, bro. That's, so big, we, that's big 10 football right there. That yeah, here, here are the rushing stats. <laughs> Monte, On the ground, grounded pound. That's all. Grounded pound. Monte Ball. Twenty-one. Oh, I forgot 21, about Monte Ball. Twenty run rushing. Uh, Twenty-one rushing attempts. Two hundred and two yards. Three touchdowns. Bro, Monte uh, Ball. That's a throwback name right there. James <laughs> James White. Bro. Fifteen attempts. One hundred and nine yards. Four touchdowns. That's like Madden stats. Oh, it gets better. Melvin Gordon, nine <laughs> rushes, 216 yards, <laughs> one touchdown. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy, bro. That's Welcome crazy. to Big Ten football where we rush for 500 yards, 539 yards, <laughs> rushing, eight touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think the Big Ten could argue that they didn't even run enough. I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there were only 12 rushing touchdowns in a game. Yeah. How dare they? Yeah, How man. absolutely dare they? Exactly. They gotta. They gotta run the ball more. That's not big right. football, if you ask me. You gotta run the ball more. I think you have to run the ball even more. All right. <laughs> you want to <laughs> wrap up the show? All right, man. It was always uh, good to talk to you, man. Oh, it's good to talk to you as well. Um, we should be back soon. Hopefully next week. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, things are starting to kick in with college football. So I mean, I can record next Friday if you can. All right. We'll we'll, we'll see when we get there, but hopefully that. 
we can get another show out for you all sometime soon. Yeah, definitely before the cup finals. Yeah. All right, sweet. Thanks for listening, y'all. All right, see you guys. See ya.